Episode 39. Anybody else stay up till the half six this morning to watch the Tyson fight? Anyone else dying now this morning? No? Just me? Okay. Last night was great crack. It was weird. It wasn't nearly as good as a room full of fucking people screaming and shouting and, you know, boozing and interacting with each other and having the crack. Now, you know, we have WhatsApp and we have different things that, you know, make that a little bit easier. But you just, there's no fucking, you just can't beat a room full of fucking your friends. Like, But look, we got a close second last night. Entertained. That's what I was last night. It wasn't much of a boxing fucking promotion, lads. Jesus Christ. It was, the boxing was pretty terrible uh, all around. The first opening uh, fights were featherweight, and as featherweights do, they'd knock the heads off each other for the eight rounds. But there's no knockout power typically. Now again, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no pugilist, as I was uh, corrected for pronouncing it. Shout out to past guest and friend of the show, Ivor McQuillan, who's a pugilist himself. He told me that uh, I don't think it's pugilist, Rano. Pretty sure it's pugil- pugilist. So looked it up, and yeah, alas, he is right, prick. But anyway. Yeah, Tyson and... Who the fuck is Tyson fighting? Roy Jones Jr. I was about to say it was a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't a great display of boxing by any stretch of the imagination. But it was entertaining. And that's that's all I was after. I'm not a big boxing fan. I wouldn't have been necessarily a huge Tyson fan. Other than the fact that the man has changed his life around. And is this... Zen master type dude these days, and I hate the idea of judging a person's character and judging a person over the course of their life on you know one or two instances. You know he's done some nasty shit, and he shouldn't and won't ever be let forget that. But it was I don't know, a, maybe a five year period of a fifty odd year long existence, and to say the man seems to be at least these days making amends for his previous behaviours is uh, an understatement. Big into his uh, psychedelics. Seems to have had a complete turnaround in personality from an experience with a venomous toad, believe it or not. Um, I was about to start talking about the toad. I don't know anything about the toad. I am pretty sure the active component is dimethyltryptamine. So DMT, so the same active compound that's in ayahuasca. What Ivor would have been uh, drinking down in the jungle back in the Dizzy in Peru. But anyway, enough about Ivor and his uh, misadventures in dimethyltryptamine worlds. Mike Tyson, he won't, no, he didn't win. He drew. Ah, that, the main event, it wasn't great. I'm no fucking boxing critique, so I'm not even going to go there. What I do want to talk about is this prick called Jake Paul. I shouldn't call him a prick. He is a bit of a prick. He's a complete prick. He's a total and utter prick. But I just literally read there in a small bit of uh, research before I started talking. He's only 23. So, you know, I can fucking let him away with an awful lot when he's 23. He fought a guy called Nate Robinson. Now, fought, ugh, I'm not sure if I uh, like the use of that word. He got into a boxing ring with them, and the two of them fired very, very, very sloppy shots at each other, barely. And in the second round, one of those shots knocked your man the fuck unconscious. Um, Terrible stuff. Like, from a... From a boxing perspective, from a fighting perspective, from any perspective, it was just awful. The whole thing was just terrible. Uh, neither men could box. Um, Nate Robinson, in particular, I think he's a basketball player. To be fair, not known for their, you know, professional boxing prowess. But anyway, I want to concentrate less on 
the quote unquote quality of the performances last night and more about being entertained, which is kind of what I spoke about a couple of episodes ago. And I want to tie in stargazing, strangely enough. So myself, past guest, friend of the show, Dave Webster, I, haven't, I was about to say we regularly go out fucking stargazing. We fucking don't these days. <laughs> just with COVID, you just can't meet up with people. It's a bit shit. But he actually said something to me last night. Um, he asked me, do I stargaze much? And I was like, ah, fuck, lad. I haven't stargazed properly in fucking two years. And he was like, ah, yeah, but you're talking about going out and like lying down under the stars for hours on end. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what stargazing is. And he's like, no, but like, would you not go out for like 20 minutes? And I was like, I fucking don't. And there's no reason why I shouldn't. Now, granted, it does take your eyes about 20 minutes to adjust. But, you know, even still, it's still better going out once or twice a week and doing 20 minutes stargazing when your eyes haven't even adjusted than not doing it at all in a fucking year or two. You know, which is better. But one thing that we learned about meeting up stargazing, especially for meteor showers. So whenever we did meet up, and we'd always meet up in a big meteor shower, especially the Perseids, they're around September time. They're the, they're, they're the fucking fireworks show of the year. There's three or four different meteor showers, but the Perseids is always the one that kind of, I was about to say, guarantees big shooting stars. It doesn't guarantee shit. It's been nothing but an absolute, total and utter cloud fest for the last, Jesus, we're counting on four or five years now. Now, having said that, maybe it was five or six years ago, or whenever the last clear night we had for the Perseids, it was an absolute spectacular fireworks display. It was incredible. It was some of the most enjoyable experiences of my life have been lying back and just looking up at the stars. I say lying back because if I haven't touched them before, standing outside and looking up is great. You'll do it for a few minutes, but you'll get a pain in your, a crick in your neck and a pain in your hole. You're far better off lying down. And I mean lying down horizontal and looking straight up, giving your eyes the 20 minutes to adjust and just leaving it that. No phones, no lighters, no no outside light, no nothing. As dark as you can fucking have it for 20 minutes and just stare up to a clear sky. Fucking spectacular stuff. But anyway, I digress. What the fuck has Jake Paul, some YouTube fellow who can't box and stargazing have in common? When myself and David meet up for the stargazing, We'd always do something, not always, but what we learned over the years was it's a bad idea to arrange to meet up and stargaze for the night. The reason being, what if it's fucking cloudy? You just end up lying there staring at the fucking sky, freezing your ass off and it's shit. So what we copped on to do was we'd go camping that night. So you do a bit of fishing, you do a bit of drinking by the fire at the campsite, whatever, but you make it a camping night. And if there's a fucking clear sky and you get the stargaze, then that's a bonus. But you don't set yourself up for a potential failure. And last night was the same. We stayed up to be entertained. Now, we weren't entertained, but the boxing wasn't great. It would have been a better night if there was better boxing. But we had set ourselves up. I had a load of booze. I had a load of bong hits. I had a load of everything that I wanted to enjoy the night. I had a load of um, my, my choice of munchies, crisps and chocolate to beat the band. It just spoiled myself. Whatever I wanted, I could have it, and I could have as much of it as I wanted that night. It was a treat night. It was a cheat night. It was whatever you want to call it. It was just pure debauchery. Is that the is that the term? Gluttony is probably more accurate. Pure gluttony. Pure gluttony. But it was brilliant, and I enjoyed it. And we had arranged over WhatsApp to be fucking chatting back to each other, and we made an occasion of it. We all kind of, you know, remotely went in the piss together, if that makes sense. And that was what the night was all about. Who won or whether the fights were good, bad or indifferent 
that wasn't that was an aside. That was that wasn't. We never leave the main attraction to chance. Always have the main event or the main attraction of whatever it is that you're doing. Always have that something that you can guarantee. Never have that be reliant on something else. Last night's a perfect example of that. There was no fireworks. You know, there was no, there was no mad uh, boxing match for the fucking ages that we'd tell our grandkids about. But it didn't matter because we were all remotely enjoying ourselves and having the crack. And it was just more of an aside. But getting back to Jake Paul being 23, not being able to box and practically not being able to speak English. Um, now, just to clarify that, you know, he's a native English speaker, but the man can barely string sentences together. Just a, an incredibly inarticulate Terrible boxer. That's how I describe him. But fair fucking play to him. He fucking called out Conor McGregor. Apparently, again, I was just reading up this morning on the, on the the on Jake Paul and just the results of last night and whatever else. And apparently, he's after calling out fucking Conor McGregor. Now, just to put this into perspective, okay, I would absolutely knock ten shades of shite off this Jake Paul character, and I'm not a particularly good boxer. I go as far as to say that I'm a particularly poor boxer and Jake Paul wouldn't stand in front of me for two minutes never mind fucking eight three minute rounds or whatever it was that he was fighting in last night not a fucking sniff of it okay and for him to call out somebody like McGregor holy fucking shit that would be just too funny won't happen but again he knows it fucking won't happen I'd say he's hoping to fuck it never happens because god love the poor child that'd be just the end of him that that'd be it that'd be the end of everything it'd be the end of his YouTube career his his boxing career, his career, any potential career that he could ever possibly hope to ever have, it'd be just, it'd be all put in jeopardy by the fucking intense amount of brain damage and hemorrhaging that man would experience if he fought anybody who could box. But again, he's not a boxer, so he's claiming to be a boxer and all the rest of it, but it's eyeballs, it's all fucking fanfare, it's all... It's all frill, it's all tinsel, it's all glitter, it's all fake. But fuck it, it's a bit of crack. Do you know what I mean? If you want to follow boxing, watch fucking, I don't know, the highlight reel from the best boxers of all time, if you want to, if, if that's what you're after. Do you know that kind of way? And if you're looking for proper professionalism in boxing and having people picking each other apart and, you know, footwork and head movement and bobbing and weaving and all that fucking good stuff, if you want that, go find it. Don't watch what was on last night and complain that the standard of boxing isn't there appreciate appreciate things for what they are and that's another thing that i'm trying to i'm trying to get better at so with this jake paul dude that was fighting uh last night sorry competing last night you barely call it a fight but anyway this jake paul fella i know very little about him i know he's a youtuber i don't know why he does on you i've i've not i don't know anything about him but i've a little bit of a fucking window into him now having watched him fight last night and just heard him at least try and speak and see what he could do with his hands and all the rest of it in, in, in the ring not much but it's after giving me a grounding in YouTube spats between fucking lads who have you know tens of millions of followers like this isn't nothing like do you know that kind of way when you've got tens of millions of people or even just millions of people or even just hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands or even thousands of people if you have thousands of people following you Okay, 
you have an obligation to entertain them if you're in the entertainment business. And I mean, essentially, that's what I'm in. It's in the entertainment business. So watching this Jake Paul do what he's doing, it's just, it's got the fucking, it's got the cogs turning. But what's better than that is, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with this dude now. I know what he looks like. I know he can't fight. I know he can't speak. And I'm, I'm getting a better handle on who and what he is. And that's given me a window into that whole YouTube, uh, Twitter war, beef and grudge match thing. And that's great. I thank Jake Paul for it. As incompetent as he is, I thank him for it because it just allows me to start learning about this. And I'm looking forward to finding out who he's been shit-talking about, who's called him out. You know, all that all that fun fair, all, all the kind of professional wrestling. You know, all the all the Coronation Street level kind of stuff. I'm looking forward to kind of getting into that because that's something that I've always been terrible at is is getting into the hype of stuff. Um, Conor McGregor did great favours for mixed martial arts generally and in particular the UFC because he gave what this Jake Paul fella is after giving me in relation to the YouTube world, McGregor gave the world that in relation to the UFC and mixed martial arts. So every man and his dog knows who Conor McGregor is within reason and they know what he does. And from there, you you hear a name like Dana White, the president of the UFC, says ABC about McGregor. And you go, Dana White, who's he now? And you're like, oh, he wrote, he's the president of the UFC. The president of the UFC. So the UFC is like a company, is it? Or, or an organization? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a company, yeah. Okay, right. And all of a sudden, you've got you've got an in. And that's all you need is, 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 is an in. That's what this Jake Paul fella has given me. It's just an in. And that's all anybody needs to get into anything. And I, I briefly talked about it there the other day. The idea that you need a grounding in something. I think I need, I gave the uh, example or the analogy of knowing your fridge is five degrees. That lets you know that when it's four and a half degrees outside that it's fucking colder than your fridge. Put on a hat. Do you know what I mean? And it just gives you an in to understanding something. And that's what I want to try and get better at is identifying good ins. And for myself and for others. So if I see somebody who's, you know, maybe taking an interest in, um, in MMA, say, I was contacted by a, a, a lad I know from Navin this long time. I don't know him particularly that well, and that's the beauty of this fucking podcast. He reached out to me and said, hey, Frano, listen to the podcast, enjoying it, blah, blah, blah. What's the story with the 12-week MMA program? I'm in, basically. You know, when does it start? Has it started? What's the crack? And I basically got back to him saying, look, there's no solid plan in place for that. Realistically, it's not going to happen anytime soon. But myself and the lads were training twice a week, uh, or were up until this lockdown, Whenever we get back, you're more than fucking welcome to jump in, lad. The learning curve is so steep, it's incredible, but in a good way. Like, the difference between the you on day one and the you on day four, incomparable, like. And that's that's what I'm looking to give people, is, a, is an in to mixed martial arts training. And to find other ins for me to get hooked in. And if you know of a good in, if you know of a good story, if you, if you know of anything, just an, an in to give me an insight into something that you, maybe you've never heard me talk about. Or maybe nobody is as interested in it as they should be, according to you. Because you've got that in. You get it. And I think that's it. People who get stuff, before you can get anything, you need an in. And fair play to Jake Paul. Only a fucking... Only a child, practically, you know, practically only at fucking school, the cunt. And he's fighting on one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time. Terrible speaker, worst boxer, but fair fucking play to him. And on that night, night, note, on that note, I'll chat you tomorrow.